<laughs> You're right. Always err on the side of uh, disappointment. And welcome to another damn anime podcast. Uh, my name is Nick, and I'll be your host. Here with me is my good buddy Joe. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah. So this is going to be a new adventure. So let's uh, see how this goes. Yeah. Yeah. So we typically have another podcast called Another Dead Pixel uh, about video games and other stuff, um, and. We've always talked about anime here and there, so I want to try to get into um, having uh, branched that out into its own podcast. Uh, but as for what this is specifically, um, we're going to be talking about the new upcoming Near Automata version 1.1a anime that's coming out in uh, January 23. So... Um, this is sort of uh, an offshoot of the uh, normal show that we're going to be having. Uh, so it's um, it's sort of like an episode zero for the offshoot, but in some ways it's not actually an episode zero. Um, we had a kerfuffle earlier when we tried to record a few hours ago, and uh, one of us made a grievous error, and that person was me, um, and that uh, caused us to run out, run out of time. Um, but, uh, now we're back and hopefully we've resolved the error, uh, done a little more research and figured out what's going on. And, uh, just think of it as an ending, you know, a, and now we're on, you know, timeline B and here we go. So episode 0.012 B, there you go. Yeah. It's like opening the airlock in chapter one of the game and, uh, you just fly out into space and like, that's it. So that's what that other one is, but hopefully this one will be the true ending, uh, all that we can hope for is that we get that. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into it. Um, so as it stands right now, the uh, near anime series has not come out yet. We wanted to do an episode zero. We kind of talk about some of the the up and coming things we know, what we think is going to happen, things like that. And then once the show actually starts, we'll try to keep up with it week to week and uh, talk about each episode in kind. Um, yeah, so the first thing um, that I wanted to talk about, Joe, I guess is um, what is your experience with Nier in general? All right, so uh, for the most part, I played a bit of uh, the first Dragon Guard, and then uh, couldn't quite couldn't quite get into Dragon Guard two as much. Uh, when three came out, I just kind of left it alone. And so, like, uh, you, then it wasn't... you played those back when they came out, right? Like, in the 2000s? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I was working at, uh, you know, I used to work at a GameStop back in the day. So, yeah, oh, yeah. it's like, it was kind of like, dude, this is weird. And if it, if it made, you know, it's just like, it was a neat concept. Uh, so when Dragon Guard 3 came out, though, I kind of fell off the series. And it wasn't until uh, Nier, uh, the, you know, came out for the 360 uh, in the U.S. And I was just like, all right, uh, I'm kind of curious about this game. And then I found, like, after doing a dive into it, like, oh, this is related to, you know, those Dragon Guard games. So I kind of did my own YouTube rabbit hole, as you do. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is wild. This is, this is you know, a lot of fun. Uh, but then as far as Nier Automata goes, I have a handful of hours in it. And that was about all I could do at the time. I just never found the time to continue on. And 
yeah, that's, uh, you know, can't you showed interest in this? And we're like, yeah, do you want me to go ahead and, you know, get in on this? And you're like, well, just you, you wanted me to be the fresh set of eyes because you've played this game quite a bit. So, yeah, yeah. So I've, um, I've played, uh, I played Nier Automata first and then I had a chance to play the, uh, remake or whatever you would call it, the remaster of Nier Replicant when it came out for, uh, PC and, um, I've really enjoyed those games a lot. Um, as I've kind of talked about on, on other cast and yeah, like, so, so like when you were saying, Oh, I got a man, if we're going to talk about the near anime series, I need to go ahead and, and finish up at least near time of the game. But, uh, yeah, I think that it'll be better for to have somebody that has less experience with it. Um, doesn't know every single beat as it happens in the game. Um, and like you said, can look at it with, with fresh eyes. And then I'm the opposite where I have, have seen it. So I can point some of those things out. I think it'll be, it'll be good to have that diverse kind of opinion going there, but yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, so next up, uh, let's talk about what we know so far. Now, this is where, uh, things went off the rails. Uh, the last time we tried to record this, just a uh, little bit. just a little bit. So I think I, we have our our uh, ducks in a row now. So um, uh, the studio that is animating uh, this show is going to be A One Pictures. So um, I, I have I have a list here of some of some of the stuff that they've done. Um, uh, Probably the biggest thing that that you and I both like from this studio is uh, Kaguya-sama. Um, that's just a great, hilarious anime. But but also they've more recently done eighty six, and then Erased, uh, Your Lie in April, uh, Sword Art on- Online, and Fairy Tale are also ones that um, maybe not quite yeah. as. Go ahead. Closest relation to what we're about to do is I would say they did the Persona. Oh, they wow, animated. Okay. They did the animations for uh, multiple Persona projects, and so they did the Persona uh, Persona Four anime, and yeah, that's actually kind of one to one as close as we can get to what's going on right now. Because you know, we're for someone who knows nothing about the game, uh, you can go in and watch the anime, and that's actually what I recommended a friend do with Persona uh, Four. Was like, yeah, just watch the anime if you really like it then it's going to be the watching the movie, then reading the book analogy. I'm like, well, if you like it, play the game. It'll have more, uh, more fun details and more the extra goodies in there for you. You know, you'll know the main beats and you obviously know the kind of the punchline at the end, but you'll be happy to find the extra sprinkles in the middle. And that's exactly what they did. And they had a wonderful time with it. So that's one of the reasons why when you suggested, you know, holding off, I'm like, you know what? Okay. That sounds like a good thing because uh, if I end up coming away with this being like, yeah, this was, you know, this was really dope. Uh, that's great. And then I can really try to get into the game because chances are there'll be more things that they missed. Um, knowing Yoko Taro, they'll also have things that were just completely different, I expect. And it's just like, oh, that's the key thing for whatever. And like, who would have known? Or this will be as like three lines of dialogue that like kind of connect something but lead to something else you know so i don't know i'm i'm ex- i'm excited about this but at the same time 
this mold this will be much quicker than playing the game that's for sure <laughs> yeah it's a little bit it's a little bit easier you could uh you can feed your kid while you watch this <laughs> hopefully <laughs> hopefully it's not too violent but um but uh yeah like uh so square uh, square enix is the producer for this i believe it's definitely their property and i i don't i don't i mean they they have to be funding it i, I would imagine um i'm kind of looking at some of the other uh, anime recently that Square Enix has done. Um, uh, they, they've done some really good stuff or that they've produced some really good stuff and made sure that it's, it's, it's well taken care of. Like um, the only one I can think of off the top of my head is uh, my dress up darling. That was kind of a, a pretty big hit from last year. And I think it's, um, I think Squaresoft, damn it, damn my 90s, upbringing square enix uh i think they're going to make sure that this property is well taken care of um so anyway that's that's going to be that's hopefully one more good thing that's good that's that uh this that this anime has going for it but like you said earlier um you're pretty sure that this show is going to have some different things in it and um that was the next thing that i wanted to talk about so something else that we know is that this show is technically called near automata version 1.1 a uh and the and yoko taro the creator and director of the game has said that that uh the 1.1 a is uh specifically different from the regular title of the game because there will be differences it is an anime not a game obviously but there will be differences from the game um, so that they can do something a little bit, uh, new and exciting. And, uh, so they had to name it something slightly different. And it is definitely in that, uh, very sort of esoteric, like why the hell, uh, uh, did you name it that kind of way? But anyway, it's kind I of I also fun. find it really funny that it's uh version 1.1 a done by a one pictures, but you know, that's true. Yeah, and that is something that he Yokotaro, uh if you're if you're watching this and you haven't played the games or you don't know too much about Yokotaro, um he is sort of I, I don't know, he's he's sort of tongue in cheek in the same way that Kojima is, um like naming a character Quiet and naming a character Sam Porter Bridges uh and stuff like that. He has a different sort of style of naming convention, but there is a little joke with a lot of the things that he does. So the 1A and then the studio doing the animation being A1, there's probably there's probably something going on there, yeah. All right. Yeah, so he's, um, he's very eclectic. He, uh, he likes to do lots of um, Easter eggs or like, you know, he, he has a lot of side projects where uh there's collaborations and then he'll be like yeah technically this is a collaboration but we actually have canon uh evidence in here uh like he's the biggest collaboration more or less recently was with the uh final fantasy online mm -hmm. uh and there was a big uh near automata collaboration and apparently they had some story events that uh if you really know the stories there's supposed to be some sort of connections in there um uh, and apparently like stuff like he made an art book and in the art book there was a page or two that had some line some text and that text 
is actually canon as well. Yeah. Uh, there was a live play, like a the uh, like guys on stage doing a theatrical play uh, that only aired for, like only performed like a couple times. And yep, that's also a different story that is also kind of canon. Yeah, so. yeah, that is, and that is going to come up here in some of the stuff that that, that I've got the notes on, but. That, oh, sorry if I'm jumping the gun. No, yeah. no, you're good. You're good. Uh, but uh, Yoko Taro, that's kind of one of the things that a lot of the kind of diehard fans of the Nier and Drakengard series like about him is how he, he does try to connect everything, even if it doesn't always make sense or it's just kind of stupid. He does try to connect it and he does make references to his other games and he throws curveballs. He throws a lot of curveballs, and you think you're you think you're doing one thing, and you're actually doing something else. And so I am excited to see the anime because I know there's probably going to be some stuff in there that is just going to be uh, a bit of a, a a mind fuck to put it in. There's no other term for it. That's that's just what I think is going to happen. But anyway, so we got a couple of other things here that we know about. Um, there've been some promotion files that have been released. Uh, we are recording this, uh, a week or two before the anime is set to air. So there might be one or two more. Uh, we might have to jump back in and, and discuss that if it's, if it's super important, but, um, so far everything has been pretty minor, mostly just kind of give you a flavor of the show and show what style they've, they're going for. Uh, Joe, did you, I don't want to put you on a spot, but did you have a chance to, to watch any of the promotion files or anything like that on YouTube? Yeah, there's currently technically like six of them right now. Yeah. Um, there's uh one through five, which are considered like file one. And then there's the file two starting. Um, so it just, it's what it does is it's introducing, uh, one of the characters or uh, a set of characters, but, uh, each file. And then they have like more or less one to two lines of dialogue, uh, kind of giving you uh, an understanding of how that person kind of thinks. And uh, that is about it uh, from what I've gathered from there. They're like 30-second spots. Yeah. And there's actually only like out of those 30 seconds, only 10 seconds with the actual person. And it's like the, the others is just like the same intro and an outro. So Yeah, so it's like really just pure flavor. Like they are showing you the uh, the the actor or actress that the voice actor that is working with the character, and they're showing you some of their like movements and stuff like that. So you're seeing kind of the quality, and that's and that's kind of cool. But like one of the things that I wasn't expecting is um, from one of the promotion files, we've learned that there will be a character from the manga that was not in the game or any of the games so far. Um, and that uh, they're going to be putting in the anime, uh, one named Lily. Um, but uh, she's also been in the stage play, which which I believe the stage play is a um, is a reenactment of some of the events or all of the events that go on in the manga. So that's definitely one thing that is going to be different from the game is if they are putting her in there, uh, that is a, a new addition compared to what we had in the game. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't, I, I didn't realize who the, you know, like I said, unfortunately, I don't know all the characters. So as I say, I know the couple of them from the covers and from what little I played in the beginning, but then the after I'm like, okay, either these guys come really later on or, uh, they could be new. So everything is like, you know, cause like there's, um, 
there's a duo like um I don't know if they're supposed to be brothers, lovers, or whatnot, but they will be. Oh know. man! Oh yeah! Oh man! I cannot! I cannot wait. <laughs> this is what this is. This is why. This is the good stuff. Yeah. So, I'm not going to try to explain it because I, obviously I don't want it to be you know spoiled for you. Uh, but it's it's definitely that's a definitely a big Yoko Taro ism, whatever's going on there, and you will you'll learn in time, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, so, uh, kind of switching gears a little bit, getting over into kind of what we expect out of this. So I've got some, some thoughts on it, um, uh, that might be a little bit more informed. So I'd actually like you to go first. So like, what do you kind of expect from, uh, the content and the quality of what we're going to get here? Uh, well, fr just from the studio itself, um, I believe the you know the quality is going to be solid. Uh, I mean, they've made some really good. Uh, you know, they have really good art, and I think the uh, overall production value should be pretty pretty high because it. Uh, I think Yokotaro himself had mentioned uh, since the I guess the surprise success of Automata, how the other executives and Square kind of treat him a little differently. Mm. Uh, like, you know, because before he was just like, you know, a, a bit player, you know, uh, the first near was more of a cult hit in, um, you know, it's like, and mostly in Japan, uh, surprise hit with a lot of the, um, uh, the females because they had the, the alternate, uh, character you played as you played as the brother opposed to as the dad figure, yeah. uh, you know, so, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, when near the first near game, uh, or replicant, or as it was, um, the remake is called. Uh, it came out on both the 360 and on PlayStation uh, 3, and the PlayStation 3 version, which was the Japanese version, had uh, had you play as the um, the brother character, while you played as the father character in the 360 American version, because it was looked at as uh, America doesn't like uh, the EK men or pretty boy uh, character types uh, like uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 and like the Raiden situation. And so they want a burly, burly dude. So that's why America uh, 360 got the uh, the dad. And so when they did the remake, they gave us the, the brother character. So we got to play that storyline. Essentially, it's the same exact story with just some minor differences like kind of towards the end but as a whole it's pretty much the same uh so you're not really missing out on a whole lot uh from what i've gathered and uh yeah so that's uh but since his success with near automata that's uh he has more of a budget you know you know he can get away with more now uh whatever next the next game he has in his lineup like a full-fledged game uh he can he can kind of go a little more crazy and i think he'll be accepted as that you know they won't be uh trying to hold his reins like oh you can't go over budget because he probably has way more budget than he originally ever had yeah so. um I, this might be what you're alluding to but i i've read um some of the the things he's he's said in interviews and, and one of the things is that like ever since near automata had its big success as a game um he said that he's treated a lot differently uh, around the office and with the higher ups, he said that they stop and like, like when he starts talking that they stop and like, listen to him 
a lot more closely than they ever did before. And he had a long, you know, he had a pretty long career as a director. I mean, he directed two of the three Drakengard games and the first Nier. So he definitely had probably 10 or more years uh, of getting to know exactly how, how, you know, he was uh, to be treated and stuff like that. But, but yeah, I, I think you're right. Kind of getting back to um, the, like the quality uh, it seems like it's going to be in good hands with A1 animating. Um, they, they they seem to do a a good job to to, to an adequate job, um, and really the the type of story that it is, I'm guessing here, but the type of story that it is seems to be up their alley for the kind of thing that they like to make. So I think that that it's in good hands um, there. But like as far as the content, kind of what you were talking about, near the original near, uh, near replicant, um, and, and and Gestalt, made me think that, like, I wonder if they're gonna try to fit some of that in, like if they're gonna try to have a cameo by you know the brother or, or the father uh, from the original near game, because they have this one point one a. Um, moniker to the name, they might go like, "Oh, like we're gonna throw you a curveball." Just sort of some fan service, sort of a throwback, and and maybe try to fit that in. I, I just wonder. Okay, um, I say if they do that, it'll be in the the guise of having um, uh, a flashback sequence. You know, like they they can run multiple. There's nothing saying they can't run multiple timelines. You know, sure. you have your current timeline with uh, 2B and that current crew, and they can fill in the blanks or show the things that happened, you know, the thousands of years ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, because that's kind of how it how it works. I mean, um, I wouldn't even be surprised if they hint at, like, showing the end of, you know, essentially Drakengard 3, uh, because essentially the way this guy works... Uh, I'm going to get this wrong now, so I apologize, but it's like the end of Dragonguard 3, the C or D ending, I think it's the C ending, uh, is what causes the um, the deity to fall to our Earth and then causes that they turn to ash, which causes the um, that snow sickness or whatever that then plagues the world. And I think that then affects Dragonguard 1, uh, which is then, uh, but also that same sickness is what gets your um in, is what near uh, the first near game gestalt or replicant, uh, and that's what the sister is sick with, and that's what to, that's what pretty much eliminates a lot of the humanity. Uh, all that stuff is intertwined, like tied in, yeah. Uh, yeah. With a you know, like I said, with a not a main ending, but like the other ending. That's what made it so weird um yeah and that's you know it's fun that way but at the same time it's just like it's kind of funny how it is loosely tied he um just uh yokotaro did uh directed one and three a uh, two he was just like art director or something like that i believe so he just did uh he just did some minor work on on two um and stuff like that but but yeah like it's and i don't i don't think it'll be like the main point but um he has thrown in uh in the game he has thrown in some some nods to other games and stuff like that. Like I mentioned earlier, and I won't say exactly what they are, but, but they are kind of, uh, floating around. So I, I do wonder, especially with the relative success of the near repl replicant re-release. Um, I think that 
that uh, that that is definitely a possibility. But as far as the kind of the other things that I I expect content wise is I don't expect them to get all the way through the game in season one of this anime. Um, I think that they'll at least try to go for two seasons uh, if it is if it does okay, and then. I think that if it does well, um, that they'll try to make it last three seasons at, at least. Um, but uh, that there is enough content in the in the actual uh, game for them to go uh, a, a pretty good ways here and, and make it last. Probably, I think three seasons would would, would, uh, would be comfortable. I'm kind of hoping for that, but you know, um, it remains to be seen. I'm going to have to say a hard no on that. They um just how anime works. Uh you're going to be lucky at best to get 24 episodes. So maybe two seasons tops, but or they'll do the one episode one season with 24 episodes. Um I can see them totally ending it after 12. Uh it may not be a conclusion we're happy with, but uh, it will yeah. have a conclusion with maybe open-endedness uh i mean so if we're lucky we'll get 24 episodes very rarely do we get like multiple seasons after that of anything and just looking just true. trying to think of um the history of like a1 studios there's been very few season twos on any of their things with the exception of sword art because mm. they do a lot of sword art um but uh, they did, I think, Erased is 24 episodes or something close to that. So, you know, they have history of doing, you know, at least those. But it's also very hard to uh, profit off of a long-running ser- anime series in Japan. Uh, and unfortunately, anime is treated still quite poorly. I mean, this is something that's going to be, like, most anime is shown at, like, anywhere from midnight to, like, 3 a.m. Wow. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's wow. like it's not like this is going to be on Friday friday at seven like very few anime actually are prime time everything else is shunted into the middle of the night you know and treated like you know like just like uh, like the anime that it is it's just say it joe it's treated like the anime that it is uh yeah you're probably right this is probably um a bit niche of of a story and and a show it's not going to be quite so mainstream even within the anime world as a Jujutsu Kaisen or even a sword art online, a fairy tale, anything like that. So yeah, that's probably three seasons is uh, a bit excessive. You're probably right. One, one good long 24 episode season is probably the best that we can hope for. And in two seasons, if uh, we're extremely lucky, maybe a, a long one and a short one, something like that, but that remains to be seen. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and change my, my, my expectation down to to one season um, and maybe 12 episodes. Yeah, you're right. Always err on the side of uh, disappointment. Yeah, I mean, well, like they do have, they did the Black Butler series, which is one of the few that had multiple seasons and, you know, and then there's sword art. But for the most part, they had a lot of good stuff that like didn't get a lot of seasons onto or like should, in my opinion, should have. But it's also easily could have you know been tanked due to, um, money right if it didn't sell enough they easily can stuff yeah uh, because they did silver spoon which was a hilarious you know like very uh warm you know comedy like slice of life and yeah they that got one season unfortunately uh they did do they did do working though and working is also 
a handful of uh, seasons. I think three. Mm -hmm. uh, so there is hope theoretically. Uh, it just depends just on how much money, that. you know, like, cause like a show like working, I haven't seen it, but I would imagine that it's probably um, fairly low key, fairly low intensity in the animation, hardcore animation department. Whereas like something like near might require a lot more action and movement and stuff like that. And that costs a lot more to, to, to animate. So, you know, it's like, well, working may not, like working could have very low ratings, but if it's cheap to make uh, and the ratings are good enough, then they'll keep making it, you know, cause it's profitable. But, but another show that is, uh, is more expensive to make even with higher ratings, it just may not make the cut. So yeah, it's just one of those things. Yeah. Cause I mean like the asterisk war that they did was 24 episodes um and it finished an arc but like it was still it was like wide open for the end so that's kind of something like i expect it to do is i expect this to have a an ending as it were but like still have open ends at the back end and they might do something you know i can see them doing something like well maybe a movie and mm -hmm. you know or like then tie into some other property because why not you know if the more you can entangle this thing it'd be like the ne necronomicon just use it in everything um yeah and then you know and hopefully uh and hopefully it'll 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 catch on and they'll be able to sell more stuff and i, I know it's kind of kind of sucks but like the sales are what keep keep uh these series alive and keep keep the characters kind of going uh in the long term but yeah so that's kind of what we can hope for i think um the last section that i wanted to talk about is uh sort of Questions, comments, and concerns. Um, I definitely have some here, um, but uh, I wanted to throw it to you, see if you have anything that comes to mind that, um, I don't know, maybe you're worried about or you think is kind of weird or anything, I guess, extraneous that we haven't already talked about. Not really, uh, only for the fact that it's uh, there's so little known that I at least uh, that I know about the anime currently. Um, you know, because chances are it's probably already been announced whether or not how many episodes have gone. Will, will this be? Because uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that's already out there. I just have left myself as much in the dark as possible, with, with the exception of those little um, snippet files, because it's literally just introducing character and like their mantra line or whatever. Something you know, they're like. Um, and so other than that, it's just like, I, like I said, I've played only like maybe five hours of the actual game. Uh, so I wanted to make myself be surprised and that's exactly what I expect to. So I'm not really too concerned on that front. Well, you just made me, uh, uh think about, um, like how many episodes there are going to be. I, so I decided to quick look it up. Um, and I, I won't say what it is, but I'm really actually not, um, I'm not seeing a definitive answer just on the quick uh, three-second Google search that I did. I'll probably look it up later, and then maybe we can um, have that number for like for the uh, next episode going forward. But, yeah, anyway, uh, that'd be good to know because then we could kind of expect – I mean, I kind of expect 12 um, and then hope for, hope for more. But I kind of would expect, hey, give us 12 unless it's a disaster. I think that we'll probably at least at least get that. 
So that's yeah. No, almost no, almost nothing ever gets a ten or eleven. Very few anime have actually ever done that. It's it's almost guaranteed a twelve, maybe a thirteen. Uh, traditionally, it's always been uh, you know it used to be twelve episodes plus an OVA. Um, but yeah, so you're you know you're guaranteed at least twelve in my, in my opinion. Uh, and like I said, if we're lucky, we might get a twenty four out of this. But uh, I don't. Know, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, that's right now. I don't even know how many like what the full uh roster of characters are because you know currently they have like six or seven of those files out and so that's about all they've introduced and it's you know it's a neat way to show how you know to kind of build anticipation without uh, they don't over you know over explain themselves which i absolutely hate about modern trailers now so they're doing it right just the bare minimum yeah they they do a teaser like they should be a teaser yeah they are doing it um right as far as i can tell with uh, not over explaining it, just giving you, okay, this is the basic idea of what we're trying to do. And this is the feeling that you're going to get from watching this. So watch it and find out. But um, I had a couple things here. Um, my first concern, uh, and it's not really that big of a deal, but uh, listening to the uh, Yorha commander. So she's the blonde lady in the white dress. Um, Hearing her uh, voice actress, um, I was a little bit, I was a little bit like, well, okay, I, I guess you would want to do that. So the voice actress or the way that they're being directed to act is pretty tropey. Um, you're hearing the little snippets that I have heard. So it's a little bit of a, maybe a little bit of an overreaction, but she does seem like she's being portrayed as like a bad older woman. Um, and in the game, it wasn't, it, it wasn't really like that. Um, so I am kind of w- worried about that. It's like, it's a little bit too, um, on the nose and in your face. And in the, in the game, it was a little bit more, um, subdued and in the background. Um, so that was one thing I was like, eh, I, I don't know how, how I feel about that. Was it, you said, Commander White was, um, hers was just, her mantra thing was just like, like look out or something about humans like always like support humans or something like that glory to mankind like, that was a glory to mankind that was it so it just made it seem like she was not necessarily i didn't really see anything negative on that front i you know i mean it's not like it's not like a deal breaker or anything it was just one of those things where it was not what i am used to with playing the game and it's kind of like it's a little bit it's a little bit like reading a book and then watching a movie of the character and then the character is just the voice is just wrong or something and you're just like eh, okay i mean if if you want to interpret it that way then i guess you can but but i mean i will say that what i heard from the yorha commander from the voice actors it does sound like that character is supposed to sound in the anime world um, I don't really know how else to put it other than like, yeah, because yeah. her, her from that, from just like, literally it was just the one line of dialogue and it was just, but it made it, you know, her projection of the voice made it seem like it was, you know, like she's going to be the person that, you know, uh, this is what they've all that they, all that they believe. And they're the ones who like, you have to convince, but they will blindly follow their, 
their doctrine and just go straight forward. And so it's like, it could be the, that until the, until the bitter end, or it could be that bitter, like reversal. Like we finally broke through and now their whole world is shattered kind of deal. And like everything they thought was real is not real anymore. And Oh, like, you know, like what was them? Uh, you know, how did they not realize that up was up and not up was down the entire time. Uh, but yeah, it's, so I'm kind of curious, but that's no, I thought her voice was for that. The, just that one line yeah I'm, it seemed it seemed suitable to me i'm probably yeah. just overreacting i'm just just nitpicking and and uh freaking did out you play the nothing. original game in japanese or did you play it in english just wondering well i actually played it um in english and i have played okay. a little bit of it in japanese but i do need to get i do need to get back into that that's why most people seem to prefer the uh to play it um and i haven't looked up who the dub uh who the uh the actress for 2B is going to be in the dub, but I'd hope it'd be the same as uh, the English um, voice actress in the game because I thought she did a fantastic job. I, I know that they did get the original game voice actress uh, for the anime for 2B, which is the main character. So um, so that's one good thing. I just hope that it, it continues. And I think they've done that with, with the, a lot of the main characters, but I haven't checked every single one. Anyway, so um, another thing that I'm kind of uh, wondering about is that there is a lot of philosophy in the game, um, a lot of allusions to philosophers and different like ways of, of thinking, uh, and I'm just wondering how much they're going to go into that, how much they're going to lean on that, if it's going to be uh, more uh, just in a, like alluding to it, or if they're going to try to explain more of it it's just kind of like they can kind of go either way i think because the game has has a good amount but not too much i think that they could add in some more or take out some and be just fine so i'm not super worried about it but it is something that i think uh is going to be interesting to see how they handle it um so the other things are um the cg animation that i'm seeing does it looks pretty good um, but some of it does kind of look like maybe it could have, it could have, uh, used another pass. Um, but that's kind of how I feel about almost all CG animation. There is some that I see that I'm like, oh, okay, that looks, that looks, looks good. looks right. Um, and there's probably some that I see that I don't even realize I'm seeing that looks great. Um, and I'm just, and it's just hidden like well enough, but, but for some of this, I was just like, okay, CG animation looks fine. Um, but I'm, I'm just hoping that they're not showing me the very best of it and we're going to actually see some, some bad stuff out there. But I think, I think we're probably going to be okay for the most part. I think of the opposite, but I've, I've, it's, I'm kind of dead on the inside when it comes to Japanese and their CG animation because Japanese CG always looks like ass, uh, with very few exceptions, nine out of 10 studios when they do CG, like you'll notice the CG right off the bat. They usually do the CG to do background characters or sort or soldiers. Whenever they do humans, it looks like complete garbage. Uh, but I've kind of died on the inside because that was, I've been, I've watched so much to the point where it's just like, it just is what it is. Now, when they use CG for a monster or a, a, a machine, a mech or something like that, like that's a little more acceptable because, uh, you already it's not supposed to look like a human 
you know it's you know it's not that uncanny valley where it's like oh it looks so close but there's something slightly off and like no dude we know what a human is supposed to look like but when they do a cg it's just garbage uh and that's what happens with almost the majority of for example uh, anything idol related uh when they do anything dancing and the choreography it's so much easier for them to do the cg and it looks like horseshit um and that's what I have to say is I, like, I, I you will know, say... in this case, that can completely see them doing it for the the machines, right? The robots, yeah. Uh, yeah. any any of those, and that will that will be acceptable. Yeah. Uh, it may not be like as clean as you want it to be, but at least that'll be okay. Uh, what problem? What the problem is is when they start doing like action scenes or high speed motion, and it's supposed to be, uh, you know, the main characters uh, who are human form. You know, you know how they're supposed to react and how they're supposed to look. So when they do, when they start acting really like jerky, uh, like it's, you know, granted, yeah, they are machines, but that's no excuse. They look like humans. It's just they're play, they're human character, you know, character types. Uh, they should not be looking oh, like yeah. trash. Yeah, they're like they're, you know, made to look and act like and move like humans. So they have to be animated like that. Yeah, that's um, that's true, but um. Uh, you remember, uh, so same, same studio, uh, that did, uh, Kaguya-sama, was it like first or second season, uh, where they had, I can't think of her freaking name, but the pink haired girl do the rotoscoping, do the rotoscope dance sequence. So like season one, so like to me, that is, that is what I would call CG. Like, I guess it wouldn't have to be, but like like the rose scope. So they, they do the rose scope and she does a dance. And then, you know, they do use, as far as I know, they use CG to kind of figure out how to animate it. And then they kind of draw over it a little bit and, and throw some stuff on there. So like, that's sort of like the best case scenario of CG for me. Is that, am I like off base on that? Do you think, or, uh, best case kind of i would say i mean uh it's just like i said it's i've it's one of those things that you see the bad cg usually done with you know but, uh, secondary or background characters and it just it is enough to be jarring but because it's not their main guys it's fine yeah. it's when they do do the main people and like things like uh choreography or fight scenes uh that's what makes it really terrible because you're like this looks not only does it look unnatural but just the quality doesn't look that good um and you know you'll see it everything feels like it's a high school project or like um mm. you know it, i don't know you they've been doing it for so long you think the quality would really have gone up uh, over time but it hasn't now no, i'm not saying this as far as this studio but the um japanese industry as a whole for anime and uh, that's why when you do watch something where they, they have, uh, for example, I, I notice it mostly with anything uh, dance related, idol related. Um, like if they do actual anim, they animate it. Like it may be CG still, like, um, but like you can tell it's drawn. It's not just them putting in the the uh, the program yeah. to do the right moves. It's like you're like, oh, that looks so much better. It is just light years apart. Um, your boy Kong Min actually. Uh there's a a rival group that does a that has a dance sequence and there's three of them. They're they're doing these numbers and like that looks good. 
I mean, it it's kind of it's laughable because some of the moves, but you're like, yeah, it's total idol idol dancing. Uh, but it was well done, opposed to something like um, uh, was it Love Live? Uh, their their dance sequences were so bad that it just it cringy every time you see. It, you're like, what the hell am I watching? Because everything else is fine until they start dancing and singing, and then it's just like who they just cut the budget and just made it look like garbage but you know the yeah that is what it is so that's a different thing to argue about okay. uh but when they do like uh the background they do uh, the water or something like that or like you know that's okay because you're like all right the water is meant to be different so when you see it looking a little poor as far as cg goes that's okay uh if you see a machine a giant monster you know that's not it's okay to look different, but yeah, that's kind of the acceptable pass is what I'd say. So with this, I, you'll see a lot of it probably with the machines to make it cheaper. As far as yeah, if there's a really, already. if there's a low bar anywhere, that's where the low bar is. But also you're talking about near automaton is not a pretty looking game. As far as the background goes, no, it's it is not. very sparse, <laughs> very, it's the most minimalistic It is damn near a PS2 background, you know, yeah. like you, so it, the, um, Honestly, you, that the bar is already set pretty low. Um, so long as the character movements look okay, I think it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fine. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the long and short of it. Okay. Yeah. I I, I guess um, I guess that's the best we can hope for, and uh, maybe we'll get some some more good stuff out of it uh, in the long run. But uh, that's pretty much all that I had. Um, is uh, is there anything else that you've got, Joe? you want to mention no uh, i mean we're going to try to do our best to get this out as quickly as possible uh the goal is to make these short little bites and so uh yeah we will do our darndest i think the first episode is actually um the first january 1st yeah. uh, 2023 <laughs> so depending on how that airs uh like like in real time and how we can get it to what how we're able to watch it you know we're not really sure about the logistics of that one yeah um, it, it might be a day or two you know but uh you know that's just that's just real life um and we'll just do our best to get it out as as fast as uh reasonably possible but uh you know it's uh gonna be pretty tough but we'll see what we can do and just hope for the best yeah it'll be a fun new adventure uh let's see how this goes and uh, we'll make the best of it i guess right so yeah Thanks a lot for, uh, you know, for joining us on this new one. And let's see how this goes. Let's see how it goes. All right. Uh, that's going to be it for us today. Uh, hope to see you next time. All right. Bye. Take it easy. Bye.